as you're going through particular things in life and, you know, situations, you start to adapt and look back on those things. So that's why I say it's good to actually teach that early on because they're going to have, they're going to have issues where, you know, they're happy, they're unhappy, they're sad, they're depressed, they're yes. nervous, yes. Um, they're excited. It's just, we're going to experience every possible emotion right. at some point in life because that's just the way it's designed. Welcome to another episode of Hey, I'm Listening. I'm your host, Dr. Joan. And today I'm speaking with Miyoko Taylor. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. You're on the money. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Miyoko. It is so good to see you. It is good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Miyoko Taylor is a two-time best-selling author, entrepreneur, and transformation coach. You know how I love the transformation coaches. For more than a decade, he has helped stressed high-performance leaders, business professionals, and entrepreneurs escape the hustle and the grind culture so that they can finally create a life of purpose, freedom, and fulfillment. He is a certified master life coach. NLP practitioner, we're going to talk about that, and utilizes cognitive behavioral therapy as well as other cutting edge strategies to provide the best results for the people he serves. For Miyoko, God is first and family is essential and so important. And when he's not impacting clients, he is in church as a musician, a choir director, or just enjoying the service. He is a girl dad and absolutely, yes. <laughs> absolutely loves it. Welcome again to the show. So thank you so much about the hustle and let's talk uh, about the grind, you know? Yes. Like you say this is a mindset that can be destructive. So what does the hustle and the grind mindset actually look like? Okay. So if you notice, society pushes this view of success as and happiness is something you pursue. Yes. All right. Love the movie Pursuit of Happiness. But here's the problem. I think we as a, for generations and generations, we've been lied to. Yes. We have been told that happiness is something that we have to constantly pursue. Mm. If you look at that definition. Right. Um, just to sum that up, it means I have to chase. Yes. An emotion. Mm. So psychologically, it already prepares me to say, hey, you know what? It's not right here. Right. It's everywhere else. Yeah. Here. Yes. So what I start to do is I start to pursue it and I start to look for it in external things mm. and not things that are really important to my core values. Now, let alone we haven't even gone down the path to self-discovery. Right. Might not even know who I am at all, but I'm just basing my life on pursuing these particular things. And I did a quote I posted on Facebook the other day and I said, Pursuing happiness is like running away from yourself. Mm. And it got a lot of engagement. And what I mean by that is as long as you pursue happiness, you will never know who you are. Mm -hmm. Because knowing who you are is going to determine what makes you happy. Right. Right. And this is what people miss out on. And this is why you see a lot of celebrities, a lot of very famous people. We look at them like, man, they have everything. They have it going on. They're suffering with anxiety, depression. There's a huge lack of fulfillment and all these particular things in their life because not once have they given themselves the proper amount of self-care to say, hey, you know what it is? What do I want? Right, right. Outside of being a professional athlete, outside of being an actor, outside of being in an industry 
pro or a high-end professional. Yes. Because oh. we often place value on what we do. And Absolutely. we determine that being who we are. And it's not who we are. Mioka, one of the things that I'm trying to grapple with then is because some of us have moved through this journey now and we've gotten mm -hmm. to the point where like, I can't keep doing this, you know? Right. I, I don't want, I don't want the, the hustle. I don't want the grind. I feel lost. I don't feel like I know who I am. Right. But why do we need to wait so long? Is it possible to teach this to very young children? Is it possible to even engage children in that kind of dialogue where from a very young age, you're saying to your children, the happiness is in here. The happiness is knowing what's here. The happiness is listening to your voice. The happiness is, you know, it's about revealing who you are to you. Um, is it possible for us to teach that younger generation something like that, for them to grab hold of it and actually build into it? Why doesn't Without it happen question. then? Why doesn't it so, happen? So, here, so here's the thing with us as adults. The reason why this happens to us at such a later age, because it usually takes something drastic to happen something that causes us or forces us to become uncomfortable now yeah. we've got to activate a level of awareness that we're not even really operating in every day yes so that's why it happens with us so late so if you can actually teach your child yes you know like i teach my i'm starting to teach my child at a very young age if you can teach them self-discovery yes at a young age then it's like they know themselves Yes. They know that they're allowed to explore and to experience and to learn and to grow in spite of what society says. Yes. In spite of what they see on the media. Now you have somebody that's going to grow in a way where they're going to be 20, 30 years ahead of someone else. Why? Because they're operating in the core of who they are as individuals. And I think we sometimes we take for granted that because they're two, three, four, five years old. There's still an individuality there. Yeah, as parents, we shape and we mold them. Yes. However, you have to encourage them to be able to stay true to who they are becoming. Yes. What their interests are. You know, we introduce things, you know, to see what they're interested in. Yes. But you never want to lose that place where you start to say, hey, because Joe or Mary is doing this. Oh, that's what being successful is. Right. That's what being important is. That's what makes me worthy. Yes. That's where we mess up. And it's, we're just conditioned that way as a society. One of the things I wonder about, though, is, you know, very young children are malleable. Very young children can take that in. Maybe even the right. two and the three-year-old. Then as they become like about five, six, seven years old, they even at that point want to kind of find their own distinct voice. Right, so right. even as you're trying to teach, um, hey, it's it's your voice. It's coming to know yourself that matters the most. Mm -hmm. There is a resistance to that because there is all of this other, there's all of this other stuff. I say this just because I've been through it with my own kids. <laughs> right. At first, it, I thought they were going to take it in and soak it in. And then by the time they became teenagers, I was like, why aren't you, why aren't you doing the self, self-searching journey? You know, right, right. why doesn't it, that even, uh, you know, appeal to you? So I'm, I'm wondering, 
you know, as I said before, just whether or not um, there is a process that as humans, we have to move through. <laughs> I was, yes, you're right. Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. You, know, right, you, set the stage, you set the stage to encourage that process. So now when they do experience that in their life, now it's just like, oh my God, I'm not in a state of panic or in anxiety or anything like that. Yes. Because what you've done is you actually taught them or conditioned them to, okay, all right, this is what mom taught us. Like, let me go back to the drawing board and kind of right. determine what's going on here, kind of center myself and kind of just do some, you know, personal growth, some, some soul searching here. Yes. Not a lot of people know how to do that. So teaching them that in advance is still being a step ahead because they're going to have issues in life. Like I told somebody, you're not going to be happy all the time. It's right. just, you're going to experience every emotion in life. Like I lost my father, um, nine 11 of last year. Wow. My father was my best friend. Yes. Not only was he my best friend, he was my pastor. He was an advisor. Yes. You know, it was a lot. So mm -hmm. it was a huge blow to my sure. family. Yes. But now looking back, it's, it's certain things, you know, the grieving process is that's a very ongoing thing. But you kind of look back on some of the things that you were taught, Yes. you know, while he was alive. So as you're going through particular things in life and, you know, situations, you start to adapt and look back on those things. So that's why I say it's good to actually teach that early on, because they're going to have they're going to have issues where, you know, they're happy, they're unhappy, they're sad, they're depressed. They're yes. nervous. Yes. Um, they're excited. It's just we're going to experience every possible emotion. Right. At some point in life, because that's just the way it's designed. So right. I think people with this pursuit of happiness, they feel like happiness is this permanent state of being that they're just going to be in every single time. And it's just like, I don't care how much money you have. I don't <laughs> care how great of a life you have. Yes. At some point, you will experience sadness. Right. You know, it kind of goes on a thing in, in relationships and um, where it says, when a person says, oh, I will never hurt you. I tell people, never, ever tell anybody that. <laughs> right. Especially somebody you love. Because, <laughs> because they love you, <laughs> you're probably going to hurt them. Now, unintentionally. I'm not talking about intentionally. And in fact, and it, because I, you know, you have the ability to hurt anything your emotions are attached to. Their emotions are attached to. So it's just that thing. Happiness is emotion. It's a state of being. Right. And you will not be in that place all the time. You're not supposed to. You cannot learn being in a permanent state of happiness. That's not how we evolve and learn as human beings. Well, exactly. Because there are the valleys, right? And right. There are those very high mountains that emotionally we move through. But the whole journey is, is about the experience, right? Right. Right.